This episode is in collaboration with Parsec Sabres. Jedi. Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Ahsoka Tano. Recap. Let's see what knowledge is lurking inside that little mind. Now tell me, where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? So good. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions Ahsoka Recap. Guess what time it is? It's Tarno time. Yes. Ooh. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me here as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there, Sloop Bly, Master Barwalker. How you doing, mate? Oi, oi, Savaloy. Yes, mate. I'm Ahsoka'd up. I'm a soaked up. Here we, can you believe it? We're here. We are. We are at the penultimate episode of Ahsoka season one. That's it. One more episode. That's it. It's crazy. And then after that, who knows when our next recap will be? Well, right? Who knows? Well, yeah. I mean, next we've got year. the good news now that the WGA have reached their agreement, so the writers can start writing again on their uh, projects. Now we're just waiting for Sagafra to get around the table of AMPTP to get there. Um, agreement fleshed out but we would like to acknowledge the WGA and SAG after strikes and without the labour of the writers and actors who are currently on strike more so the actors Star Wars Ahsoka would not exist and we feel that discussing Ahsoka celebrates the work that everyone on the production did without undermining our continued support for those on strike and you are right mate we are at the penultimate episode now i remember seeing episodes one and two this is what i love when we get to the business end of the season now and it'll be the same when we settle in next week with our tea and toast to watch finale when we watched parts one and two we didn't know where where, where everything was going it's mm. it's that kind of like we everything is there to be written it's a blank canvas for us as fans the creators have already done their bit for us though it's a speculation the theory you know from parts one and two i didn't necessarily think we'd end up where we are now and that's what I've enjoyed most about this show is the kind of the, the web it's been taking us on, the weavy maze we've been yeah. having to go through. But yeah. um, well, let's let's talk about the episode then, mate. If you guys haven't seen part seven of Ahsoka, please do know that these episodes are full spoiler recaps. So if you haven't seen it, it's about 40 minutes without the credits. Go and check it out. Come back and listen to us because we are going to be talking about every single little detail in it, which, of course, entails... <gasps> spoilers now we've said it now it's on you if you stay we'd love you yeah. to but don't at us now part seven dreams and madness directed by Gita Fazant Patel uh, released on the 27th of September 2023 Penal episode mate second to last top level you've seen it I know you have <laughs> I hope you have what do you think of it mate I enjoyed it I enjoyed yeah. it I think it's decent uh, with some room for improvement um i i I feel like ahsoka is still is still at this time the most for me consistent consistently good star wars show we've had full stop 
Um, however, last week was my first seven out of 10. Really enjoyed the episode, but there, there were some things that were a bit clunky that just got in the way. CG. Uh, I thought the CG in this week's episode was a little better, but there were still times where it was noticeable where effects just weren't polished enough and just weren't good enough. Bit nitpicky though. I know I'm a bit nitpicky. We had a guy tweet us yeah, going, yes, couple, Luke, yeah. you are a bit too nitpicky. <laughs> and I was like, a look, the people say it, but it's just how it is. I was like, look, at least I'm honest. Yeah, at yeah. least I'm honest, right? Um, still really a uh, lot to enjoy. I watched this episode twice and I enjoyed it more the second time round. Nice. Probably because I was just that little bit more awake. Yeah, mm. I'm not a morning person, guys. I'm not a morning yeah. person. We're over here in the UK. We're not doing that 2 a.m. I was very close to doing the 2 a.m. watch yesterday, by the way. Like last night, early morning today, I was like, "Oh, could I do it?" And then I was, I was, I was on the sofa watching Silo on Apple TV. Okay, fell as- okay. I fell asleep, didn't I? Ooh, and I was like, nah, "I'm going to bed." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Go to bed, mate." <laughs> the only so, one I'd ever think about the two AM would be next week's one, the finale. Mm, but even then, I like my bed, man. I know, I know. We do, don't we? We do yeah, like do. our rest, our beauty sleep, don't we, Matty boy? Well, listen, I think there's a lot to love. There's a lot to unpack in this episode. I'll say this. I'll, I'll, I'll say this word before we hand it over to you. I yeah, did man. think it was very fun. It was a very fun episode. I think that's going to rub some people up the wrong way. For me, it was it was fun. Yeah. It was up the right way. So <laughs> let me let me throw it to you, mate. What are you thinking about our penultimate Ahsoka episode? What are you saying? I too enjoyed this episode. It isn't the strongest episode of the season. It's it's a chessboard, isn't it? And it's, they're just moving the piece now for the mm. next week's checkmate. And that's what yeah. it is. Some people will call it filler. Those people are wrong. Because I know we're going to hear that, but it is, and it's or, or like you say, I think I think people will even even say, oh, it's boring because oh, it doesn't really do much. It's one of those episodes we said it with Andor a lot. Oh, God, there, there's the first comparison, but it mm-hmm. always seems like there isn't much going on. But then when you dig beneath the surface, like we're going to, it actually opens up so many potential story possibilities. Now it's up to the writers to capitalise on that, but also the majority of them are the story beats they've opened are leading towards the finale. I would absolutely expect most of them to be tied up in next week's episode. And I don't mind that there is always that. Um, well, here's a word that gets mentioned in the episode, but impatience almost to know everything. It's like, oh, I need episode eight. Now I need to know what happens when this character does this, or this character says that I need to know the follow-up, but it's serialized. We've got another episode to go. If by the end mm-hmm. of next week we're still sitting there saying, oh, I need to know what goes on, then therein lies a problem. But we're not there yet. So I enjoyed this one. Fun is the word. This felt very much like a Star Wars Rebels episode to me, certain parts of it. Uh, I think um, yes. Lisa Patel's direction, certainly on the chase, which was the clip which was released last night. I think she directs that very well. It just, it just, it was, it was one zip away from being pure bants at times. Um, but you know, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it, mate. There was a lot in, in a good way. way. In a in a good in, way. In, in a good way, yeah, in a good way. Right. There was yeah. a few moments where I thought, I just wish Zeb was in one of his, one of the other kind of shell pods, just making his stupid jokes and all the gang. Well, he got mentioned, ever. didn't he? He got mentioned oh. at the beginning of the episode, which was quite sweet. And it was like, oh yeah, because Zeb's like training. I oh, wasn't training at the beginning. Recruit. It was toward the end of the episode, actually. He's training <laughs> troops. Like Ezra um, had was just going over what Sabine was catching him <laughs> up on, right? And he was like, oh yeah. So. She wanted to tell him. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it's just letting the audience know, oh, yeah, Ezra's up to date. Yeah, so he's like, oh, so Hera's a general and pa- what, Palpatine's dead? Yeah, we think so. We think he is. Wink, wink. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Somehow he won't return, surely. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I enjoyed it, mate. Uh, lots to enjoy about this one. Not overly concerned that I'm not sitting here going, oh, this is the best thing of all time because mm. I, you know, I think they've just been consistently good. I, I would also, I mean, I, every time I think, I think, no, Andor was the best, but it, it took one or two episodes to get to where it needed to be. And then it got, then it went. Whereas for me, Ahsoka, I was really up on the first ones. I haven't really wavered on that. Not everything's going to be a 10 out of 10. I don't need everything to be a 10 out of 10. I just want it to be good. And this episode yeah. was good. So I had a good time, my friend. And I think sometimes as as a streaming audience, we sometimes lose patience for what's going to come, you know, and I, it, with hindsight, I certainly feel like that with Mando season one and two, as an example, especially Andor. I think with hindsight, we can look back at Andor and you don't have that anxiety of, oh, is it going to land? Is this yeah. actually going to work? I, I remember... A lot of people, and there are some people that still say it now, that go, oh, and or boring. Don't like it. And or not enough aliens. This guy right here, Luke Blywood, not enough aliens. I still, listen, sometimes I feel like there could be a sprinkling of a little bit more of that at times. But gen- generally, I can look back at something like Andor and go, yeah, I actually think that's a masterpiece. I, I think I could quite confidently say that's maybe one of the best TV shows of the last 10 years, full stop. Just standard television it. is outstanding. Some of us knew it from the beginning. Yeah, we're, we're not all like you, mate. We're not all like you. You know, you must have you must have abilities some consider to be unnatural. unnatural. <laughs> I, I, but with 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 a soaker, with a soaker, I just think I've been pleasantly surprised at the consistency. Just these last two episodes for me, just. I, I feel like the direction has been lacking. And again, I don't think, uh, is it Gita Vasant Patel is the director for this episode? At times, I think the direction has been, it's it's like, it's like, and a lot, I mean this with the, most, with the dearest respect, yeah, but it's like Gita wasn't really clued up on the law. Or like what in what moments would be were were really important, and I know that to an extent is the job of someone like Dave Filoni, who's written the show, to say, look, this is really important. It doesn't matter if you know if it's important or not, if you've been told it. If you're not, if it's not in there, if it's not deep in the heart, I don't think it always conveys onto the screen, and that's the difference between when you have someone who's like really, really into the universe and the mythology. Or the writing, i.e. Tony Gilroy, who's not really big about the mythology and like Star Wars as an IP, but he's interested in telling a story, a narrative. If you're not in control of that, you are just being hired to do the directing as a bit of a day job. And listen, maybe maybe I'm being really unfair here, but um, look, Gita is, you know, um, somewhat accomplished. Well, I say somewhat, like she's got an awesome career compared to most of us, but um yeah, more recently, last year, she directed an episode of House of the Dragon, right? HBO's House of the Dragon, obviously, Game of Thrones spinoff, and a few other things uh, from like Marvel's Runaways, but a lot of rom like, like oh, what's it called? Not rom com, sitcom, sitcom stuff, American sitcom stuff, Superstore, The Mindy Project, Fresh Off the Boat. And it's like, 
I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I think the d- director feels like a little bit of a random hire to me right now. Maybe I've got it all mixed up. Maybe in a, in a few months when some like behind the scenes stuff comes out, I'll be completely. Hopefully. Off. But that just at times came off on this, you know, episode for me. What do you think? Am I, am I being out of order or? I've like, never, I've, I've, you've been, you're being so out of order, mate. I'm going to stop recording now. Nobody needs to listen to what I'm going saying now. We're going yeah, no, you know, no, actually, no, I, I, I enjoyed the direction of this episode. I say okay. in the, um, especially in the chase, I thought that was done well. I thought there was a real nice pacing and energy to it, to it. And for the most part, if I don't, if I don't notice it, then I'm happy with it. And right. outside of that, you know, I, everything just looked pretty good to me there were some decent shots alongside the, the dop the director of photography um i thought it looked cinematic enough and didn't really have any problems with it whatsoever mate and that's what i mean if i don't some episodes i've noticed and i think yeah this is this is great like this this just feels mm. really 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 good uh like when i where peter ramsey's episode i just thought that looked good it felt good oh. and it came across as big and others like this one I'm totally fine with if I don't notice the director. If I'm not in, if I'm not, if if someone's come in and done their job, and also added a little bit of flair, like the chase, which could have been awful. If you think like when when we think about it, like turtles in a that's true in shell pods running away from, uh, you know, it sounds awful when you think about it. But <laughs> I think it was it was done. I, I was fine with it, mate. Um, I was I was fine with that. I, was, I, I thought the music again was really good obviously the kind mm. of the technical parts we we're talking about i thought the music was good we mentioned that every week it's almost become a, a staple now of the ahsoka recaps is that the you know kevin kiner is yeah. bashing out of the park i really hope he I, listen i hope he is but I, i'm pretty sure he's going to be scoring the feloni mandoverse movie if not something's seriously gone wrong there but i really hope they bring him back because his music it feels it's weird because it it, it doesn't at times it doesn't feel you know, quote unquote Star Wars. The other times, it really, really does. But you know me, mate. I, I'm happy of that. I'm, I'm yeah. happy of new influences and new things being brought in and widening that scope somewhat. And you know, I, I really, really enjoyed it. And bringing back some of the old themes from earlier episodes. Yeah, I had no, I had no issue with the music, even, mate. I, I'm guessing you're. I know you're loving the music, mate. Uh, so oh. far, you're a fan this week. Oh, the music is sensational. Week in, week out. And yeah, this week was no different. Really enjoyed it. And you know what? With the direction, with the chase, you are right. I think for me, it's it's it feels like the cutting. Yeah, it feels like the cutting. Maybe it's more the editing than the direction, but mm-hmm. uh, direction at times. Like, but there, there was something about this episode that just felt at times a bit clunky, a bit McClunky. McClunky. <laughs> it's like <laughs> McClunky, and uh, yeah. But listen, let's 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 dive in. The music's great. There are some wicked moments in this episode. Obviously, the episode opens up with uh, Mon Mothma, uh, Ziono. I, f- I always forget his first name. Hamato. Um, Hamato Ziono. Thank you. That's who's it. on kind of this judicial uh, against Hera Syndulla for yeah, being a, a bit cheeky, for being a bit naughty, being <laughs> a bit of a rebel. I rebel. Um, <laughs> And I love like during that kind of the the accusatory tone of uh, of of the conversation between Hera and and the judicial committee, including Mon Mothma, but particularly Ziono. Ziono, um, Hera, I think uses the expression, "Oh, there's imperial remnant," and yes. Ziono like jumps in and goes, "That's such a like 
sensationalist statement <laughs> and i i thought i was like oh that's that's kind of like commentary isn't it a little bit that's like real world commentary it's like oh you're being a sensationalist like what are you talking about and yeah. like, well actually maybe there's some truth to it and uh yeah i liked i liked that it opened up with that and obviously we got our boy anthony daniels back as c3po that was fun that was fun and it made sense and it, it did it did make you think oh oh yeah layer is like probably just a few buildings that way in this timeline. And it toilet. just makes, yeah, on the toilet probably. Yeah, morning, morning, like after coffee, toilet. Too break, much calf, you know? yeah. <laughs> Too much calf. <laughs> and I, I really like to make, you know, layers bailing mm. out Hera big time, you know, comes in clutch. I liked the appearance, worked really well. A little bit of musical score there, a little bit throwback to the Skywalker saga there, which was really, really well used. What did you think of that like whole scene in the court? Yeah, I liked him. I liked mm. him, mate. I loved the opening with Coruscant and seeing the building and all its yeah. majesty. Like this new, the new Senate building, I assume. Um, yeah, no, I, I really liked it. And Ziono is such a goon, isn't he? He's everything. He's just he's just trying to knock her down. And I love when she's Hera snaps back at him at one point. She says, I'm protecting the new Republic by ignoring you, not mm. ignoring everyone else. Just ignoring you, Ziono. Um, yeah, there's this whole tit for tat that they've got for each other. And he wants to court martial her. And I like, obviously we seen resistance, which I know Filoni had a kind of an oversight of, you know, he's still in the new Republic zone. So I do think he is a little bit of a red herring. I don't think he potentially mm. is part of the remnant. I just think he's, I just think he's grouchy. I just think he's one of those one of those senators slash politicians who is just a contrarian. That's all I think he is. Could be wrong though. But no, yeah, when 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 you heard three PO's voice, I thought, Oh, that's 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 so very cool. And I did wonder if they were gonna pull out like a little hollow pad and show Senator Organa. I'm kinda glad that they didn't, because uh, I like the, the idea that she's just too busy as the leader of the Defence Council to, to be there, not because she doesn't want to, but you know, she's she's got all this stuff to work out. Um but I love how she she pulls rank a little bit, you know. Any comms got to come through me, she says, mm. Leia, and I really like that. Mm. That feels like Leia to me. Yes, it does. And just you know, the Defense Council, you can see how that's kind of a precursor to the Resistance, right? Because yes. evidently, there's a lot of people in the New Republic that don't even believe there should be a Defense like council or, de- or defense in general defense what do we need that for yeah. and it's and we're seeing again we're seeing a lot of mentions of what's going on elsewhere you know what's happened on mandalore you're like oh right yeah this is very much being tied together isn't it and there, you know there's a mention of moff gideon at some point isn't there they're like oh well yeah. gideon you're like yeah yeah, yeah this is all it's it's just letting us know, yeah, this is all going on at the same time. It's all connected. It's that David Brent gif, yeah? So we're all the, the just like pot. that. That's it. Gideon <laughs> <laughs> oh. with this one warlord, they shout. And it, you know, the, obviously that now kind of puts it into context of where this episode is. This episode now is, is post-Mando Season 3. So Mando Season 3 has happened. So I'm guessing that the season as a whole so far began at around the same time it started and it's just now overtaken it. So I'm, I, that's my that's my understanding um, without mm. any idea of like, the in-universe timings. I'm guessing there's a plan to this. Hopefully there is. Um, but yeah, that that was uh, that was very cool. Like, mentioning Mandalore, mentioning the, that skirmish, 
And again, the arrogance. It's just it's basically Gideon was just one bloke. There's no evidence that there's going to be a full scale invasion because one guy tried to take over a planet. Um, and oh, don't forget, actually, don't forget that Ziono as well. We can mention that guy's name a lot. He's a right punk. He, uh, he says, are yeah. we going to take the testimony of, of a mere droid? A chopper like he's going to slice that guy up, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Love seeing that. <laughs> yeah. That was a good moment. That was a nice yeah. little moment, you know, and yeah, sure. it, the whole scene opens. I, it's just not what I was expecting to open up, but I like that this show has, it's, it's done a good job at keeping you up to date with what's going on elsewhere in the galaxy and what's going on in the new Republic and, and then it will go to title cards and then it will get back to, you know, the meat of the episode. What's actually going down in this episode, right? It's, it's, and it ties back from episode six as well. Was it six or five when, when Mummy Mothma say, says, you know, Hera and Ahsoka, you've got to come back to Coruscant because they want to strip you of your leadership. Yeah. You've got to get back. Uh, I think it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite a bit, five, whichever one it was. I think it's one five. Of them, yeah. So it, yeah. it, it ties that up. It, it, you know, concludes that part as well. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really, really good point. Yeah, solid, solid opening to uh, to 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 episode seven of Ahsoka: Dreams and Madness. Dreams and madness. Mm. What are we talking about here? What's the dream? What's Aaron the madness? <laughs> this is madness. <laughs> this is madness. It's Balin. It just it looks like it just sounds like what Balin thinks all the time. He's dreaming of something, but I also think I mentioned the other day that he's got like full sickness, or you know, he's got that mm. lust for some kind of power. Is driving him almost mad um like the old legends i think that i think it kind of relates to him as well as the planet in itself because when we speak about balen he's he's a different character almost to, well he's not but i mean he's now he's now that he's on this planet he's so consumed by whatever it is out there mm. i think the title relays to him but i think it's also the situation for example you know ezra dreams of going home this is madness as Sabine and Ahsoka just turn up. And, um, and I guess even like the whole night sisters or whatever they are, the great mothers thrawn, you know, the dreams and the madness surrounding that. I guess I'm uh, maybe I'm stretching here to try and connect the dots, which aren't there, but hmm. I think you could, you can kind of loosely pointed it. Everyone in this episode, they've all suffered from these at one point in this season series series. I think it's that I just dreamed of seeing C3PO um in star wars again and i've seen him and i've thought oh this is madness this is especially madness. after mate I, I i said to the missus while i was on my second watch i was like i, I met and hugged c3po on stage at mcm comic con you dashed up there didn't you october last year now what nearly a year ago oh yeah no i do it's right there mate he gave it to didn't yeah, sign yeah. it cheeky so and so but yeah, i've got it <laughs> I've got it right there. <laughs> so that was just like, oh, loved, loved. I, I loved it, mate. Really, really solid intro. We then get Ahsoka, you know, training with her lightsabers again, and she's got a serious face on. You're like, oh, yeah, Ahsoka's doing some damage here. And we get the dialogue from Anakin Skywalker from the trailer. I know you can do this, Ahsoka. You know, he's doing, he's giving her a pep talk, and it's, it's clearly a hologram from the Clone Wars that she's kept. But, Hot take. I think this is more important than just like, uh, oh, don't forget Hayden Christensen's still in this show. Wink, wink. I think it's a bit more than that, right? And the reason I say that is because Ahsoka 
has obviously gone on that journey uh, in in episode uh, five, where she's come to terms with her kind of upbringing as a Jedi, becoming a warrior, whether that's rightfully or wrongfully, more mm-hmm. so wrongfully, I think, is kind of the conclusion we came to in the episode five recap. But uh, she's she's come to terms with it. She understands just a bit more of the bigger picture, why Anakin fell to the dark side. I was thinking to myself, it's like, I wonder if, like, she's not watched this in a while. I bet this is the first time she's put... Because she's she must have had these holograms for a very long time. And she's like, do you know what? I'm going to stick them on again. Because that, that relationship, that understanding, that rift has been repaired somewhat. And so I, I thought, oh, that's kind of like a warm... That's a warm, fuzzy feeling moment for me anyway. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but I really, Got really appreciated that. Yeah, I got you know, the fuzzies, she, mate. She says at the end, didn't she? Yeah, he, he, you know, he, he was a good master. You know, it's that yeah. realization or the acceptance or remembrance. You know, all of these terms. It's a bit of everything there. Um, and she's like, "Oh, we made twenty of the recordings, and this was the last one he left." So yeah. I don't know if that's just a kind of telling the audience this is the last time you're going to see Daddy Anakin. Um, but there are nineteen other recordings out there. But I noticed that another Last Jedi thing here love the, love the last jedi mm-hmm. uh sequels are canon in 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 that film uh you see ray stick the books in a box in the falcon and she hides them kind of puts them in there yeah. in this episode you see you they, they they pointedly show ahsoka putting the data disc of anakin back in a box and just sort of sliding it back in which makes me think that's going to co- not come into play in a big way but maybe she wants to give that to somebody maybe she wants to give it as a little gift oh to somebody yeah, yeah luke do you want to see what your dad was like he's oh don't things. i was just like they oh, showed that and I was like, they did it in the last jedi and the reason we we you guys know there but if for some some reason you don't obviously feloni shadowed ryan johnson on that film uh which is why a lot of the series has that vibe um so not to say that he saw that and thought i'm going to nick that scene but that's my, where my first thought went don't. i was like oh, oh that my. would be so cool Oh but, my days! I actually got goosebumps from that, like that imagine. father, that father son reunion, seeing his dad. Oh my! And it's words. an easy way of doing it without having them face to face because it isn't Mark Hamill and Hayden Christensen; it will be somebody else and Hayden. But it's a way of having Luke connect with his governor without having the two on screen together. If they didn't want to do that, you have the hologram and having him learn from his father or find out what he was really like. That could be quite cool. Um, but also, we get name drops, and this I got, I got, I got so excited when um, Anakin's listen. You're going to face more than just droids, General Grievous, Asajj Ventress, and even Count Dooku. And by their Clone Wars in it up here, it's, yeah, I episode know. feels like Rebels. They're dropping that Clone Wars goodness in there as well. This <laughs> is very cool. Even like Asajj Ventress, never mentioned in live action. To, to, to those who haven't seen Clone Wars, it's just a. Oh, I wonder who that is. It's a cool name, Doc, but for, for, for the nerds like us, I was like, oh, that's that's very cool. Um, so I, I enjoyed that. And yeah, I just enjoyed seeing Ahsoka kind of yeah, reconnect with her past a bit. And mm. she felt very much like a rebel slash Clone Wars Ahsoka with her movements and the way she was in this episode as well. It's all coming together, mate. It's all yeah. Together. And, no, you're, you're bang on the money there, mate. Like the It's a relatively short scene, and yet you can take away a lot from it. And I think that's a testament to the episode, and that's when the strengths of this episode really, really do come through. Man, I love doing these recaps. <laughs> They're good, uh, they? Mate, they really are. They really, really are <laughs> yeah. good fun. 
Nothing, nothing like new Star Wars, mate. Nothing like new Star Wars. Yeah, great line. You already mentioned it. He was a good master. Again, just reiterating that that kind of relationship is now on a more understanding level now between between both Anakin and Ahsoka, right? Yes. It goes both ways. Uh, really, really happy with that, mate. Ahsoka later is bantering with Hu Yang, you know, about <laughs> the odds of them arriving at Peridia being low. Obviously, they're still in the whale mouth. They're still jonering it up. That's it. And <laughs> she just murks him. Yeah. But what I liked is Hu Yang's like saying, oh, like the odds are really low and bloody blah. And Ahsoka's like, just like, yeah, yeah, well, maybe we won't arrive. And maybe I wish you'd told me, Hu Yang, that the odds are really low. He's like, I already told you that. What are you talking about? Yeah. And she's obviously just winding him up. Because she has faith that that's where the whales are going, and lo and behold, that's where the whales go. And I think that that's more of a commentary on well, don't always rely on technology. You know, technology obviously only goes so far, and it, it can yep. only go off of data and facts. But life is more than just data and facts, right? It's interpretation, it's faith, it's spirituality, and yeah, it's it's the facts that, and also it's convenient. Yeah, for the oh, story. It's, it's plot armor as well. It's for me to send They're going to end up there. Who cares? But yeah, that's story. That's story. But he even me, references like. it. it I, I love that he's like, I yeah, like I know it. the odds are really, are really yeah. low, but I'm going to acknowledge it. It's a whole oh, well. new galaxy, but we'll go yeah. to the one planet where they are. But yeah, mm. listen, I, I, I've, I, I've called Filoni's writing solid enough times. And in this episode, in this actual scene, there was another moment where I thought, God, Dave. But I loved the kind of almost a wink and nod at the whole absurdity of it all. Uh, you know, what are the, what are the odds of uh, the odds are astronomically terrible? Oh, you should have said something. I did, and we 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 were all sitting there thinking the same. That it, you know, we know people around out there now saying, oh, they just happened to go there to the right planet. But they set it up earlier on with the whole uh, the path to Peridia that the Purgles take and all that. But it's when they um, it's when they actually arrive at Peridia. And um, they're, they're, they're getting attacked. They've got this minefield set up around the planet or it, it, orbiting the planet somewhat, which I think is a a nod to Air to the Empire. Uh, Thrawny Boy does something similar in that mm. where he sets up um, these similar things, but he kind of mirrors them or cloaks them or something to make the New Republic think, oh, there's more of them than they are. But here they're just actually is that many minds but i think it was a little wink and a nod to the source material here um but hu yang basically says to the audience oh my word there's so many space minds here and if they touch them we'll be blown up paraphrasing i like we can see what they are they're clearly minds they're clearly going to blow you up you clearly need to go around them oh they're going to hurt the whales yeah of course they are that's the plan um so some of the writing is a bit heavy-handed and like hand-holdy which i know it's animation it's animation dialogue if, if i could call it that with uh with love to a medium which i very very much respect animation it is it does feel like a kind of they'd say that in rebels just to let mm-hmm. the younger audience maybe know that this is bad don't always like that kind of writing but here we are here we are mate but yeah we get so we get this big old um so, so we got this huge moment as they arrive at Peridia, this big action moment, mines going off, Purgle getting blown, or getting blown up. They're thinking, I've had, I, I ain't having any of this. Bomb, they're off. What did you think about this scene? And when they, when they approach the planet and they're just immediately hit by this wave of weapons and then obviously later fighters. 
Yeah, I mean, they were expecting them, weren't they? And Ahsoka's like, right, into the asteroid ring for a bit of cheeky protection. But during the whole thing, including the the mine bit, I found, and this goes to the rest of the episode, actually, um, I found Ahsoka-ball, Ahsoka-ball, I've I've blended two words here, (laughs) Ahsoka-ball, incredibly likable. Ahsoka, incredibly likable, yeah? Because... Ahsoka-ball. <laughs> hashtag. Hashtag Ahsoka-ball. You know, I think it was um, consciously written that Ahsoka was on a little bit of a downer, you know, at the beginning of the, the the season, and I actually enjoyed it. I was here for it. She's not the same person she was in, in Clone Wars and certainly not Rebels. She's not even the same person between those two shows because no, people grow up, they yeah. change, they mature. And, and this series really went to lengths, yeah, to show you that Ahsoka was a wee baby, really, in the Clone Wars. She was way too young to be doing what, what she was doing. And yeah, people change. You're not the same person as you you were when you were 12, are you? You're a bit different. God, I you've wasn't. Got, yeah. yeah, you've got different. Humor's like, the same, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know, mate. You're like dad jokes. I don't know if you were true, dad joking true. back then, were you? True. I'm not the were same you? as I was when we started this episode. Now, I wasn't. Well, no. I was like the pun, but when I started this episode, you know, I was I was one person. Now, hearing hearing the bombs you're dropping, I've changed already. I'm, there you go. I'm digging it, mate. But no, that's no, what. Um, you're right, though, mate. You're right. There is there is an arc. There is a change there, and they are showing it quite clearly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 big time, big time. Well, we we quickly uh, head over to Thrawn, right down on Peridia, and he he enters like a, a proper naughty boy, and he's like, "It would a, it would seem Ahsoka Tano is alive and well after all," and <laughs> but, he just he just gets handed like the iPad, doesn't he? Gets handed <laughs> the iPad. He's like, uh, "Ahsoka Tano's master was." General Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> He's thinking, oh, what? Yeah. That guy? That guy? They're like, this is from the Inquisitorial database as well. I like that. Nice little wink and a nod. Nice. Where'd they get the info from? Oh, we got it from the, the Inquisitor's database, because of course they'd have that. I dig it. Did not even notice that. I did not even notice that. I've watched this episode two times. I watched it two times, second time with the subtitles, and I didn't even like see that. So thank you, Matt. Well there done. That's the only thing is, I, and I really enjoy it, but sometimes when Thrawn is talking, he has these big lines of exposition, right? And and and, and sometimes the writing, it just sounds pretty, sounds pretty good. sounds pretty sexy. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. this is like Bond villain all over. And I know I said that the other week, but yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. But when you're sitting there on your laptop and you're writing notes, you're kind of like... Hang on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah looking up yeah, and down. <laughs> I've got to type this, mate. <laughs> I've got to get it into the recap. Yeah, I'm basically just describing the scenes now. I'm like, oh, I can't keep up. i just got to enjoy it. I've got, to, I've got to take in the moment and just write down my feelings as opposed to every it's word. But no, do, but- really enjoyed it. You know, he more or less says, withdraw the fighters and let them stand by. And Morgan's like arguing. Morgan, oh, Morgs. She's uh, arguing, you know, Thrawn's tactics. She don't get it. And I, I think the point is Thrawn understands that Ahsoka will be unpredictable like her master. Yeah. So dangerous. What, what, 
Exactly. So what are we going to do? We're going to, we're going to control the variables, the thing we can actually control. So we'll always, in theory, be like one step ahead of her. And it's just classic Thrawn. You know, I buy into it. I love it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense, actually. That's, that's a smart way to, to, to go about it. Uh, what, what do you think? You on board so far with Thrawn's reintroduction in this episode? Loved it. Was it me or did he look a little, have a darker blue hue to him this week? Or was it just, do you think it's just a lighting of where he was? No, it's not just you, mate. I am convinced, I am convinced Lucasfilm makes small changes, uh, aesthetic changes and design changes based on feedback of prior episodes sometimes. I am convinced of it. I'm convinced that last week the episode came out and people said, oh, Thrawn looks... There's something about him that doesn't look right. And it's like, yeah, mate, he's too, he, 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 the lighting's off. And we said that last week. Yeah, we did. Like, the lighting was a bit weird during some of, some of the scenes. And it felt like that was nursed a little bit in this, in, in, in this episode. It could be, it could be just the change in director, though. Who knows? Yeah, right. It could be. It's all Filoni, right? It's all written by Filoni. And, you know, I'm sure he's on set for a lot of it. But. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure there was a change. Yeah. I don't it know though. I noticed it straight away. I was like, "Oh, you look better this week." And you know, there's lots of people did. talking about how Thrawn looks in general, and uh, cause I said, no, "No time for that kind of rubbish talk." For me, just didn't. What do you mean? The, 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 oh, the uh, body shaming him, saying, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy's nah. seventy years old in uniform. And did you, did anyone see last Mickelson at celebration? Guy's in shape. Guy's in shape. Um, so yeah, I just think it's uh, the freaks online. Um, yes, no time for that. But I think he looked. I think he looked really cool. I'm, I'm listen. I'm I'm loving everything with Thrawn. We're getting so far. It's just the it's the suaveness, the menace, the calculatedness, mm-hmm. like you said last week. It just totally works for me. And when he was saying that we must control the variables, it seems so simple, but. It's, it's so thrawny as well that the only way this guy loses really is when somebody interferes with his plan. Somebody within his own squad or regiment interferes with his own plan or something so vastly drastic happens. Like one of the mercenaries just decides to do his own thing. Mm. You can't, you can't control that. Otherwise, you know, Thrawn is always one step ahead. And I think, I think they did that well this episode. I'd like to see a little bit more. I, I was hoping to see a little bit more of, why we should care about this guy though imagine you've never seen thrawn you don't know who the hell this guy is he's just a blue guy but everyone's saying oh, oh, oh thrawn oh can't have him come back or oh, you know the, the air goes out of the room when you mention his name he who must not be named so far they haven't really shown yet we've got an episode to go they haven't shown mm. so far yet why the galaxy should be scared of one guy coming back and that's I think next month, next next month, next week, it will be next month. They will do next week. I think they're going to show that this guy yeah. is going to just lay waste. But at the minute, they're, 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 it's very thorny as well in its methodical nature of, the, you know, they're just taking their time. Yeah. But from, an, from a storytelling point of view, they haven't really shown, I don't think, why this guy is you know, the big daddy that he's made out to be by the New Republic and everyone. Yes. No, big time, mate. Big time. I think... Um I think we're getting a bit of exposition, aren't we? Like that's why we got the beginning scene of this episode, where the new Rep- some of the new republic, like council, yeah, or whatever it was, like an arm of the government, yeah. is being warned by Hera. Like we need to prepare, like prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Yeah. So we've got dialogue, but I know what you mean. I'd like to see uh, maybe a wee bit more action, but I suppose, like you said. 
hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. So by next week, we'll probably have more of an idea of where that's going. Yeah. Um, pr- we'll probably have a better idea of where the Mandoverse, the Filoni verse, yeah. is heading with the Mandalorian, with yep. Thrawn, with the film, with future seasons of of, of content. I th- I think we're in for some surprises, mate. I I really really do. I really do. Um, yeah. I'm really and, – and part of me is like, how is this going to wrap up? How is this going to finish? Like, what? I, I, I don't know, mate. My big, I mean, usually, usually I'll save it for the end, but make it now. My, one of my big fears yeah. is they've got enough time. Have they got enough time mm. to set, set everything up? Or was, or was it always that the plan – this isn't a problem, but was the plan always to have a season two? So by the time we get to the end of part one, season one, we're like, oh, we'll get wait for season two. Because what mm. I think is going to happen, which I'll mention maybe later, would require a season two, you know, one hundred percent. But we no, go on, drop it, drop it now, drop it, go on, drop it now, mate. You big my, my thought is, well, let me let me just scroll down in my notes, my go man. On, let me get scroll to the down, final scroll point. down, scroll down for all of us, mate. Scroll so down I mean, for all of us. I've scrolled, so I've basically, you know, I've put down. What can go down <laughs> next week? You know, so I've got, uh, you've got, and we, some of these we haven't mentioned yet. We'll mention in a minute. But obviously, Balin and Sheen have got misaligned goals. Got to sort that okay. out. Ezra and Sabine, Ezra's back sacrifice is going to backfire, I think, because of Sabine's choice, because Thrawn is going to go back to the galaxy, the, the known galaxy. I'm 100% sure he's going to go there, and he's just going to lay waste to the New Republic who are there. He's, and that's where we're going to be like, oh, this guy means Bizzo. Um, we, um, who's who's, who's going to survive? Sorry, who's I, I, thought, I thought you just said Lizzo, and I was getting Lizzo's PTSD of... <laughs> I was getting PTSD of Mandalorian season three, mate. Oh, God. oh no. Yeah, Lizzo ain't going to be there. But um, <laughs> so I think basically, I think the end is going to end on a kind of, it's going to be almost like a climactic kind of cliffhanger where you know, yes. Thrawn's back. You know, he's in the galaxy now. What are we going to do to stop him? It's going to end with him there. And then next season would have to deal with how they're going to get rid of him or leading up to the film or whatever like that, or the film itself might then cover that. However, if there's going to be a Mando season four, well, maybe they're going to have to try and cover that as well. Something like that as well, because you can't just ignore it. Uh, and then of course, up with Balin, Jin, what's going to happen with them? If, if they survive, especially Balin, then what happens then with the character? Do they recast? Do they just leave him out there on Peridia? Is a lot of interesting stuff, which I think they'd already always planned for a season two. And of course, then there are variables outside of their control without meaning to make light of it, which may have to change thing or may may need may need to necessitate that they have to have a season two. And of course, mm. the strike action pushes everything back. So it's 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 going to be an interesting one, mate. And it obviously it comes down to what they're going to do next week and how they wrap it up. But they've got a lot to wrap up, and that's a lot of yeah. it is up again in this episode with which was actually like the next part. But you know, Sabine and Ezra, you've got all that to deal with as well. Um, and there's, there's and a lot they- going on. Yeah. No, no, no. There is a lot going on. And I, I was just about to say, mate, sorry about that. I was just about yeah. to say, um, even with the elephant in the room, and I, I, I appreciate this is like the least important thing when it comes to such something so uh, important. Um, but obviously, Ray Stevenson isn't with us anymore, passed away this year. And therefore, you know, what's going to happen to Balin is like, do you, mm-hmm. what, do, what, what do you do? So I'm really intrigued to see how they handle that. If they've maybe maybe possibly edited the end of this series to to uh, I don't know make an allowance for a, a big question mark to be just left with Balin and because even even in this episode right and I hope you don't mind I know we're jumping about all over no, the no, place do it, here, mate. but do it. Um, 
do it. Balin's even saying to Shin at one point, like, no, 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 you go and like hunt down, you know, Ezra, Sabine, and the and the Noti, the turtle folk. Oh boy! And it, she's like, oh, are you coming with me? I'm like, no, no, no. Our destinies are different. You, you will be they part, part ways. Yeah, you will be part of the future of a new empire. Whereas, you know, what I'm aiming for is, is totally different. And it's he like... be part of the cycle. Is he... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm just... I'm questioning him. I'm like, is, is this guy just delusional? Like, what's his plan? And that's something that I really would love to be, I don't know, exposed to a little bit more in the next episode or, or, or in whatever capacity. But I think, you know, the real world factor plays into it a little bit where you're like, where does that go? Like, what what is the yep. point of this guy? Like, what is his aim? Yeah, and it's been it's been hidden. It feels like it's been hidden on purpose at the moment. But yeah, where do you go? Where do you go with that sort of information with a, with a, with that it's tough. line? Yeah, it's, it's tough, mate, because they are really setting up that this guy could potentially stay here on this planet, and whatever's mm. calling him, or if they actually, and that's another thing is if they don't wrap that up next week, you can't just have. It's not. It's not even a case of oh, us fans always want everything explained. No, you can't just set that up and be like, somebody's calling me and then never reference it again. You have to reference it. And I've seen lots of fan castings online. Some I think, are, well, one I think is good because I thought of it uh, and the rest are fine. But I mean, I'd have, Lee, I, you know, I'd put Liev Schreiber in there. I know our, I know our girl, uh, Liev Schreiber, he's a Canadian actor, real beefy boy. Um, uh, I know the Swedish Jedi, our girl Tilly B, Matilda, put it up on her story the other day and I sent the message back all in caps saying, that's who I said should be Balin. I think he's got the he's got very much got the kind of broody gravitas, and he's got the the unit physique to play him. I've seen some other ones as well, which are quite good, but I go with the one I said because I like me better. So, uh. uh, or, or like you say, it might be a case that Shin goes to find him because at the end she she goes off. Balin makes a specific decision not to follow Ahsoka. He goes his own way. It could be that Shin goes after him, and maybe those two have a scuffle or. You know, for Shin to 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 defeat Bailing would have to be one hell of a upset because you know, Balin's very very hard to beat in a fight, and even a like, even a like roided up Ahsoka can't beat Balin. Mm. So I'd be very surprised if Shin did, but uh, who knows? That's what I mean. There's so much to, they've got to fit into next week without meaning to kind of deviate too much into next week. They've got so much to fit into mm. one episode. Where I almost kind of wish they had like ten episode season and they could have let a, let a few things breathe like the search for Ezra let that breathe enough a, a little bit like this finale let it breathe a little bit but they've only got one left to be honest we, we, we are where we are mate wouldn't it be mental if they just dropped like a surprise episode they're like oh <laughs> jokes there's another one next <laughs> week oh I would love that and wouldn't it was an hour be- and a half long Oh, don't, don't, Love don't, it. Mr. Hudson. That would be yeah. wild. That's too wild for the podcast listeners. <laughs> yeah. They're going to, they can't handle it. They can't handle can't it. Handle filth. Well, we took, we're talking about Balin, Balin and the, the, the rest of the gang, the rest of the Mandem are uh, obviously on horse slash wolf back or uh, wolf. howler, howler back, isn't it? Howler. Is howler, that yes. Yeah. Yeah. Howler, yeah. Yes, that's it. And, uh, you know, it's very Lord of Rings, very fellow um, Two Towers, Lord of Rings, Two Towers, you know, um, lots of vibes there. I think we've already, we've we've laboured that point a lot this uh, this season. Uh, And then you've got the Great Mothers helping to locate Ahsoka, right? And I 
I was like, oh, okay. So that's what they do. And it all happened pretty quickly, right? Ahsoka is up in the ship and she's like, Hu Yang's like, so what's the plan? How, do you, like, do you want me to do another scan? Ahsoka's like, hold up. Let me use some mighty force power to locate her. <laughs> and, you know, she's sitting there and she's like, Sabine. And Sabine's like, Ahsoka. And actually, it's quite a sweet moment, you know, in, in, in the force. It kind of reminded me of how Anakin connects with Padme in Revenge of the Sith, right? And there's always that ability of, even if you're a non- force user the force flows for everyone and so there's there, there can always be that connection and it's just sabine's just a little bit more uh, open to it than probably she has been or anyone would be um so yeah, i liked that i just wish as you know i just don't think ahsoka needed to say anything do you know what i mean i think it would have yeah, worked yeah. It's obvious and again it's doing i'm i'm holding my hands up it is that's a bit nitpicky that's a nitpicky thing to say it's just the direction you know i just would have Gone, no, no, you don't need to say that. Just mm, reach that's out. That's writing, that is. That's Filoni's writing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is writing, yes, but it's also the job of the director when you're on set on the day to go, I don't think that works. Let's try this. Yeah, and you can get shots of both and then in post. But who knows? I don't know how it works. No, no, like, you're right. The, it, the system it, works. But. It could have been that that happened and Filoni was like, I like mine better. And that yeah, was maybe. It. And, it, it, and I do worry that Filoni... Without Favs is a bit of a loose cannon, but uh, when it comes to just doing what he wants to do, uh, especially mm. all, like this is the, the influence that are so so much here and everything else. But uh, again, not a bad thing. I, well, I'm with you there, though, mate. I do kind of wish she just closed her eyes, reached out, and then the next shot was you know Sabine kind of stopping talking and mm. wow, okay, and, and, and then we 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 feel it with her. I, I love the smash cut though when Ahsoka says, "I found her," and it's big bang smash cut grandmother lifts her head up and this is her I was like oh that's oh. cool didn't expect that oh. really and then she's like i know where she, i know where the jedi is. i found her very 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 cool um mm. so i uh, yeah you know w- when in doubt use the force and we just find people but, <laughs> that, but that's been established like luke and leia did it in empire that's that's mm-hmm. out um but that obviously preceding that the whole thing is you get ezra and sabine now last i've seen people online saying they weren't overly enthused by the reunion last week i thought it's pretty sweet i liked how awkward it was um, but now they're in their pod with the noti, your boys, and they're just traveling. And then this chat, a really odd scene where Ezra's sitting there looking like he's loving life. And then Sabine just pops out of nowhere. They're weird. But um, <laughs> I really, really love their chemistry in this scene. I think they're really, I, th- I love them together. I think they're really cool. I think E-Man has found the, uh, he's my favorite part of this episode. I love what they've done with Ezra and I love how he portrays him. I think he has nailed it so far, nailed it. Genuinely, every time he was on, I was like, "This is this is so much fun!" Like the way he just way he puts his hands up and the way he moves and the way his fa- over the top facial expressions. Like this is our boy Bridger, but it's that uh, yeah. Say so it's the bomb dropping now. It's the Empire was defeated, and she says, "Yep, yeah, Battle of Endor." And I can I can hear the millions of people screaming. Oh, what about Jakku? Endor was when the rebellion beat the Empire, which was what Ezra is part of. Jakku was the New Republic beating the Empire two different things um which i do think needed to be mentioned well it kind of reminds me of uh, the american civil war you know like you've got gettysburg gettysburg, gettysburg was the, the battle where you're like oh you know yeah we you know the confederates they ain't winning this you yeah. know so yeah, the has changed think, too much yeah that's that's um that's what i think endor is 
right? Yeah. And, and also, it's all casual fans, they don't know Jack, who, even though it's plastered all over the Force Awakens and that, and that is where the you know the Re- New Republic scored their victory. The Rebellion scored a victory in the um, it, it, at Endor, and of course, it, it just resonates more with people when they say um, the Battle of Endor. You think Jedi? That's fine with me. Mm-hmm. But I want to take a little time away, mate, to tell you about something else I'm here for, and something else I think is really good, and that something is Parsec Sabers. ParsecSabers.com our favourite lightsaber providers. We love those guys. We met them at Celebration. Yeah, they still smell good. They know it. Um, and we wanted to uh, them for collaborating with, with us to bring you this episode of Star Wars Sessions Ahsoka Recap. We both have a Parsec Saber. I know you've been playing with your saber a lot. I've been playing with mine, dropping it a few times. Still can't do the Jedi hand movement thingamajiggy. But you've had a couple of weeks now mate let's let's tell people we want people to have a good quality saber in the house we want you guys to feel like you could be balen skull mm. that you could be skywalker or you could be star killer himself what what is so good about a parsec saber you've, you've had one in your hand mate what have it <laughs> i mean these guys are so impressive um i was looking at their instagram the other day at parsec sabers right and these, these guys have just announced, oh, yeah, uh, Balin Skull's lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah, we got it. We got it. It's coming out. It looks out. great. And it, 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 looks, it looks brilliant. You've got the Rebel, Ezra Bridges, like, early lightsaber from Star Wars Rebels. I'm just, I'm always in awe at how quick they get stuff out. Uh, you've got Sabine Wren's lightsaber Ezra Bridges but now it's kind of being marketed as Sabine's we'll get to that right we'll get to that in a second yeah yeah uh, boy <laughs> but you've got that lightsaber as well and you're like mate that's called The Artist that one and by the way like uh, Hasbro have announced that they're going to be bringing out a uh, Sabine Wren Black Series lightsaber you, mate you can just go get one of, I, I, you know I love the guys at Hasbro and stuff but you can Parsec have beat you to it like Yep. They're awesome guys, parsecsabers.com. And the best thing about it is you can get 10% off character inspired lightsabers, including all the ones I've just mentioned. If you want to add one to the collection or if you've never got a lightsaber before, it's easy. Comes with an app, 10% off using the code SESSIONS. SESSIONS for 10% off character inspired lightsabers at parsecsabers.com and you can also use sessions five to get five percent off anything else on their on their website that's lightsaber involved so i don't know maybe you want to get one of their other like nondescript lightsabers that still look very star warsy maybe you could create your own headcanon and be like this is this is my lightsaber yeah no one else has it no one else it's mine in your own head cannon in your own head cannon but seriously guys seriously think about it you know that 10% off using sessions at partsexsabers.com it's a no brainer for one of those bad boy character sabers the skull looks crazy I'm rocking Return of the Jedi Luke's one and it is stunning it is I adore it I love it it's crazy bright I'm here for it it really is and that's what I love about it quality look if i want a lightsaber but i want it to i want it to light up the room i'm in light or dark the amount of time of day it is and they genuinely do like you say you've got an app you can configure your saber to however you want it you can have it as loud as you want as bright as you want you can have it whatever color you want using the color palette 
it is customizable you can weather these things as much as you want really 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 pleased to work alongside the guys at parsecs and if you do if you do get one guys send us a picture of you rocking your parsec mm. saber and maybe we'll send one of luke back rocking his mm. maybe we won't mm. but how about that for an incentive but like luke said parsecsabers.com 10 percent off character inspired sabers with the code sessions five percent off all other sabers with the code sessions five parsecsabers.com thank you guys for collaborating with us on this episode so back to it then, my, my man. Where should, we, where, where should we dive back into? Because there's still a little bit of filth to farm here. Oh, there's so much. I mean, we were just talking about the lightsaber thing. Now now that's in my head and we're talking about Sabine and Ezra together, yeah, right? Uh, they get ambushed or they get attacked by Shin and then later Thrawn sends like two battalions of stormtroopers or whatever, squads of stormtroopers. Night troopers. Yeah, down, down, night troopers, sorry, down to assist and... Uh, Ezra's like, you know, what do we do? And Sabine's like, well, there you go. Do your thing. Ezra's like, no, I don't need it, mate. And, you know, part of me is like, why? What's the point? Just take it, mate. Just like go, mate, my my lightsaber. Uh, Yes, please. I've missed that bad boy. (laughs) Maybe it's overwhelming for him. Maybe he's like, no, I've not used it in a while. And, you know, he throws out that line like, no, 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 the force is my ally. Yes, we get it. You're all right. It's a Yoda nod. Um, but I, I, in, in that moment, I can't help but feel like, mate, just take the lightsaber. You end up using an E-11 blaster that you nicked off a stormtrooper anyway to take some guys down. Yeah. <laughs> in universe, yeah. I suppose he didn't know that. And, he, and his use of the force is very, very, very cool. It's just, I don't know. I just think. Come on, just use the lightsaber, bro. Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Am I being ah? Uh, am I being salty? Am I being nitpicky again? Am I gonna get? You am I gonna grump. be tweeted at again, saying I'm being too <laughs> negative? <laughs> oh man, yeah, it was at cloud. It wasn't a parsec saber. As far as I don't want that. Don't want that piece of rubbish. Give yeah, me a parsec true. saber, and I'll grab it. True. Um, I originally I was like we're going to see him bust it out and he's just going to be like, yeah, I'm going to take these guys down. But instead we get the line, the force is my ally. Like you say, very cool. Okay. It's a nice throwback. One minute later, he's shooting troopers in the head with a blaster, but fine. <laughs> um, I think there's, I think, I think it's escalation. I think they're saving it. I think he is going to wield the saber again or a saber, uh, though he can't make one on that planet. Um, I'm assuming because they won't have crystals, but um, I think they're saving it for maybe the finale or maybe a little later down the line. So we, he busts it out and just, I don't want to say lays waste in a, and I don't mean to be this guy, but in a star killer way where he's just like mowing people down. Mm. But I do think they're saving it. But I know what you mean that at the time I thought, go on, take it. Because then they set it up when he's like, I don't know, I've got this. Don't worry about it. Me and the force, we're besties. We've got this. And then does a few pushes. Fine. And then we get the ubiquitous stops the blade with his hand and uses the force. I loved the effect though. I thought the effect looked, boss on yeah, that no no that um, was sick that was sick it looked incredible it's happened what with obi-wan's done it vader's done it obviously ray and kylo did it now ezra bridger has done it as well but they kind of set up that he was just gonna be a bit more boss but i quite like that they didn't i like that they kept it in check the guy's just been hanging around with turtles for 10 years he's you know he might have done a bit of training here or there he's probably a little bit rusty when when you know when wifey shin hattie just launches him against that pod goes to show to me as well that he's a little bit rusty there you know he can take out a few troopers but when he's up against shin he holds his own but then he rushes in and she 
she looked yeetsome against that pod. So I think he's going to have to build up. Ahsoka's back. I think they're all going to have a little training session maybe at some point and get him back to where he needs to be. But I know what you mean. There was a little bit of, bit of me that thought, oh, I want to see him with the saber. I want our boy because E-Man has found it, like I said, done such a good job bringing the character to live action already. I think he's so, so good. In fact, I think he's just oh. so good. Yes. As Ezra. And I want to see E-Man with the saber going a little bit ham but we'll get there i think i think we'll get there all right all right fair fair enough i understand what you're saying though okay i do i do okay good it was just in the moment i just think in like in story i just think nah i don't buy that i think ezra would have just gone yeah right (laughs) sick (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i just you know i just think that was out of character for him that's my interpretation of it but no i i get what you're saying as well and hopefully it will pay off because I think, yeah, I think a lot of people, oh, evidently myself included, want to see that. We want to see that side of Ezra. Oh, yeah. And we want to see that like triumph, tr- like triumphantly using that lightsaber again and that, that green and yeah, get, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely. It's the same as the thorniness, mate. What we're told that Thrawn is, is a bad daddy. He's a Mac daddy that we can't come back to the galaxy or else it's game over. And at the same time, you know, Thrawn and, sorry, not Thrawn, Ahsoka and Sabine have led the charge to this, to find Ezra. And Sabine, like Thrawn said, gambled the fate of the galaxy to find this geezer. I get that they're friends and I get that the dialogue and the story is setting them up as mates. And we know from Rebels that there is history, but I'm look again, I'm, if, they can't just cater for us. They've got to cater for the people who have no idea who these people are. Mm as we've thrown, they're going to have to show what was so important about getting this guy back other than they're all mates as a brother, sister or whatever relationship they've got. Yeah. They need to show something of his importance more so than just, I like him. Right. That's, I think they will, but they've got it. They've got to ramp up the writing in that sense. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Well, that, that does make sense. I mean, just going back to uh Thrawn, he he points out earlier on, and again we're jumping all over the place, but that's how the sessions do. We're just, we're just yeah, we're just getting our feelings out. Uh, Thrawn points <laughs> out that Ahsoka is chasing uh, Sabine Wren um, to to obviously find her. Yeah, and he's a uh, we haven't um, uh, we uh, who's saying this right? Thrawn points out we haven't wisely sent far. What have I written there? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's when you were looking up and writing at the same I time. I think it was. I think it I think it was. Yeah. Basically, oh look, we've sent her like wisely, we've sent her away, like far away, right? So like she's she's out of the picture. Yeah, she's given us more time. And that's something that we we continue to discuss lately uh, later because Morgan's like, I don't get it. I don't get what we've won from this. And he's like, Well, what we have won, yeah, okay, things could have been better, but one thing we have won is time right the cargo yeah. for our ship that's pretty much like filled up now right and we can go like you're, you're missing the bigger picture here mm-hmm. ahsoka couldn't afford to lose time but we've gained it yeah and what ahsoka even says that to balen what like in their jaw she's like i don't have time for this yeah 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 right yeah and man. and yeah no she really really doesn't have time and thrawn no 
Thrawn understands that he understands the emotion, the emotional pull of the of the situation, and uh, yeah, it's it's nice to see that all just kind of like unra- un- just unraveling bit by bit. I'm still, what on earth did I write there? We haven't wisely sent for our, that is that must be a typo, an autocorrect or something. I don't know. <laughs> I love the fact that you can't even work out what you've written. It's, it's not even you can't work out what you know what you've handwritten. No, no, sometimes no. I can't read my own writing, but I can generally make out what I've typed. But there must be a bit of a button mashing going on there. That's some I'm major button that. mashing. That's me. I've probably like heard something. It's the AD like coming in, and I'm like, what? Is, you know, I've probably Merged just typed. Yeah, together. I've just typed out what I've heard and not what I've meant like in my head um <laughs> there's a really cool shot when balen and shin are awaiting ezra and sabine and hills now this is all before the duel and stuff with the lightsaber <laughs> yeah. and um and that's when we said like balen's like no no you need to do this alone but uh, alone because your ambition obviously lays to the empire and i don't you know i think shin is just like in disbelief i think shin's like what are you on about like i don't know what's 100%. going on here but she has a loyalty a far to to that fatherly figure which is something that we've discussed at length you know in in these recaps and so that's an interesting dynamic to see kind of unfold as well. And he kind of leaves her with like one last lesson, I think is what he says. And impatience for victory will guarantee defeat. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a cheeky line. I like that. Yes. And and it comes it comes in handy later because yeah, Shin realizes I am winning this. I'm off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she hightails it out there. Bigger picture, <laughs> bigger picture, bigger picture, which is like Thrawn, isn't it? So, yeah, they're really, really cool to see. Yeah. And and in doing that, Balin has murked Thrawn as well because Thrawn didn't factor in that Balin, Lord Balin, as he says so condescendingly, Lord Balin was just going to go off on his own way. Mm. He was the almost like the the king on the chessboard, where if he's in play, they they're winning the fight. Even says Balin even says to Ahsoka when they're dueling, which I thought was pretty cool. Like, you can't defeat me. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you can't beat me. What are you doing? And then she's like, I don't have to. And Hugh Yang starts blasting. I enjoyed that. But um, Balin is playing the long game, and these the last few episodes have have kind of shown that where he's his almost like mannerisms attitude has changed from what pre Peridia to post now to where he is now. He's very you know he's, he just spends a lot he, he always spent a lot of time looking up anyway but he's sort of looking up and looking around something's calling him and interestingly he doesn't i mean he doesn't really even offer shin to come with him essentially really he's just like you go your, your path lies in another direction tell thrawn you found them go and kill sabine go and kill etra i'm going over there I, I, you know he doesn't he, he doesn't try, and, then, and then when she goes he doesn't have a second thought and be like, oh no come back i miss you it's just no this is you know single-minded vision something's calling me i'm the one who's got to do this and we don't quite know the extent of their bond their relationship yet uh shin and balen but the fact that whatever's calling him was far more important powerful to him than his bond with shin must be something quite big or at least to him anyway uh, and yeah the whole impatience for victory will guarantee defeat she's hot-headed we know that um and just maybe he knows that he can't have that on his team when he's trying to find whatever this calling is. Mm. Do you think we'll find out what that calling is next week, mate? Or do you <sighs> think that is again, a, we're planning for season two. We're going to do that because they're making a big 
deal with this. I know, I know. I mean, part of me just really wants it to be like relating to Palpatine and the rise of Palpatine again, and 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 that. I'd love it. See, yeah, mm-hmm. just that connection. I think it would be. It'd be pretty snazzy if, like, we just see Balin like fly off to Exegol or something like that. That would be, that would mm-hmm. be a bit naughty, wouldn't it? But I, yeah, I don't. I really don't know. Like you said, there's a lot to do in theory yep. next next week. But also, I think that's. I mean, will we see all of the threads just tied up? Probably not. They're probably going to save some stuff for the film for mandalorian seasons or for whatever other crossover stuff we 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 might or might might not get i don't know yeah but it's interesting and and yeah once again the elephant in the room is obviously ray isn't there to to do it do they recast or i don't know he's a relatively new character which i think they would recast yeah i think they would the, the the outpouring of support for ray's character because he is such a memorable character already you know, it might make it might force them to kind of maybe not announce anything too soon. But I, I think on that point, there is such a outpouring of support for the character as well that it would be a shame if, similarly to similarly to Leia in Episode Nine, but obviously in terms of like the iconic legacy of the character, different. But it would be a shame if you know things just happened off screen and they're like, oh, you know, Balin just stayed out there. We never heard from him again, or something like that. You, I think you, with a character like this, you've set up so prominently now. There does need to be some kind of closure, whether it's in a season two or they, or they have other ideas of it as like an animated series. I don't know what they've got planned, but I think they'd need to do it. Uh, mm. And I think a lot of fans would, I think a lot of fans would respect the decision to do it for the character and also for Ray as well. I'm sure Ray would would have, we know Ray would have loved to continue with the character just from what he said at Celebration. He was loving it. Yeah, uh, and I'd like to think that you know he would approve of them going forward with the character not because i want to see it because i want my star wars to be complete but you know for, for for the story and for the character they've set up who is so intriguing and so well played by our boy ray you know, there, there, there will be a desire to see that tied up in almost to one of the, the man who played him as well and i think they will do so whether or not it's next week or next season maybe mm. that's the thing mm-hmm mm-hmm I, I mean, mm. m- just moving on from you know all the all the serious stuff, and you know, hopefully they play that well and with with the um, deepest respect to Ray Stevenson because he's been sensational this season. But um, yeah, completely changed, like completely changing the tone. Um, Ezra shouts, "Whooper, whooper!" <laughs> and he says, "Yuka, yuka!" As well, <laughs> just to like turn. <laughs> he's like, no. <laughs> defensive position and uh, i i've i've written down here right that ezra is fantastically handsome that is in my notes <laughs> he smolders doesn't he he's a he's a good looking guy but i i want to just uh reiterate yeah like the guy playing him um is a man is fandy so good so good so good yeah uh especially in this episode i'm like man this really is just like the character um absolutely uh, loved that now i want to get to a bit which i took a little bit of umbrage with ahsoka needs to get down to the planet how you do how you doing that in the heat of battle yeah you can't just land can you? You got to initiate oh, a Jedi, yeah. a Jedi procedure, and Huang's like, "Oh no, not this again!" 
mate, Ahsoka jumping out of the ship. That is some ropey CG going on, man. Like that. Awful. <laughs> it just didn't look good, did it? It's like, what? And what, what, on my rewatch, I was like, does this look as bad as what I remembered? And it does. It doesn't look great. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. I'm like, mate, the ship, everything. There is so much in this episode that looks fantastic and i actually think it's an upgrade from last week whether it's Mm -hmm. in the hangar or thrawn stuff i'm like oh wow actually this looks pretty good that scene took me right out of it again i know we we have maybe we're just unfair with our standards for ilm and lucasfilm but like it just felt like now you you, i i feel like you guys can do that better i felt like we could have seen a better version of that but uh weren't a fan weren't a fan Mm -hmm. yeah Listen, there'll be people out there now pulling their hair out saying, oh, stop nitpicking. You stop nitpicking us because <laughs> we can only say what we see. And there are ways to do it. You can have a you can have a surfboarding down the ramp. And then the next scene could be her doing like a, a uh, what's it called? A forward roll as she lands. Mm-hmm. So we, mm-hmm. just, we just imagine the fall. I don't know, something like that. But yeah, it, it, it had very much like Legolas um, Helm's Deep vibes where he's sort of surfing down the stairs and doing like really odd moves to get on a horse and climbing up the elephants and that it's it's feloni thinking what can i let me take the worst features of lord of the rings and put them in my show because i love lord of the rings so much <laughs> feloni stop it um yeah no i i've i've put here um she slides out of the ship and doesn't break her neck because i was like okay i mean you're gonna fall on a rock but i'm not gonna nitpick to the point where i'm like oh the topography could have killed her no no i don't think it looked bad mm. um but you got to get down there somewhere fine whatever it is just how they could have edited that yeah. or just to give us a different, um, f- uh, a different bit of fr- uh, aspect of framing to make it just look a little bit better. It's one of those things where I know people will say it's nitpicky, but you know, I've got standards I'd here to you have as well as ILM. I just, you know, I think they could have done it a little bit better. Do, do I, am, am I going to score the episode down because of that moment? No. Did I notice no. it? A hundred percent. Did I notice it the first time yeah. when I went back to rewatch specific scenes again? Did I notice a bit? 100 percent, because mm. i wanted to see like you i wanted to see the sliding bit is okay fine I, you know it looks cool i like it it is just like the fall it just doesn't i mean it, I, I didn't pause it i wish i had done but i can imagine it a bit like a cut scene mm. from an old game but uh yeah it was look she does that didn't look great but then you've got like prior to that with, with the whole minefield action scene that looked great you know there's a t6 is swerving the purgle swerving the mines and then the, the subsequent um fight about it we didn't mention that was very cool as well like the look of that when they're in the graveyard of purgle bones um that looks great you know everything about it looked really good and maybe it is just you know we, you put so much time into one thing that you know maybe we can get away with not doing that bit and that sounds very kind of negative and not to the standard that ILM would do they're never going to sit there and go yeah don't worry about it looks rubbish right you know I I think there were ways they could have done it better mate maybe it does then lead to that duel yeah oh yeah no that and which is ace maybe it's just a time and budget thing like who knows but yeah maybe or maybe they did try a different way in it and this what like we say maybe this is the best way Mm. in which case you know that's fair play yeah fair play nah good point good point maybe yeah maybe maybe Maybe. Um, Maybe. Well, now this is a surprise. Balin oh. says to Ahsoka as she lands from her magical roly-poly <laughs> off the starship. I think he was just surprised at the CG as well, yeah. mate. I think he was looking at it thinking, <laughs> what? 
I'd have loved to have heard Baylor say, what? Yeah. Oh, like, we would have just like cheered. Yeah. <laughs> Vader, <laughs> a new hope. That's <laughs> uh, like poetry in all rhymes. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't I didn't expect to see you again. And Ahsoka's like, disappointed? Oh, <laughs> cheeky. Yeah, <it's> <laughs> naughty. And he extends uh, his saber. It looks redder this time. It does look redder. Yeah, I wish it looked... I don't think it, I, is, I it re- looks redder. I really do wish it looked a bit more orange, like consistently orange throughout the mm-hmm. uh, series, to be honest. Um, but no, uh, I, I, Balin goes on and says, no, however, I can't allow you to interfere. And that's when we get the famous, I don't have time for this <laughs> line from... Yeah. <laughs> from, uh, and then they stand there posing for five minutes, looking at each other. Whilst I haven't got time for this, but we'll, let's just get into posing position. Uh, uh, it's, it's great. It, it's, I saw when I watched that, I thought some shots are, and this is this goes for every Star Wars show, every Marvel show, every show on television. There are it's it's a social media world now. There are shots that I look at and think that is made to be, you know, screenshot mm. and put online as a example of good framing or whatever. And it's you know you got Balin on the left, Ahsoka right. As they're in stance, I'm like that's uh, there's your social media graphic right there. Yeah, um, it's fine. I dig it. Uh, I, I like the jewel though. You know, they're dueling like beasts. You know, they go, they are hammering away with those sabers. And Ahsoka uh, was training with Anakin's logs earlier on, so she's using some of those techniques. But even then, I mean, look, this is this is Ahsoka the White. This is mm. Ahsoka again. Who is she's she's leveled up now. Even then, you know, Balin's like you can't defeat me, and and he he is getting the better during the fight you know at one point he literally knocks her down and she has to sort of put the sabers behind her back to stop her head being lopped off and it, it, it goes to show just how much of a skill fighter he's a bit like dooku there's mm. obviously he gives me dooku vibes anyway but his you know, look who think about who dooku beat dooku nobody could beat dooku mm. you know, anakin and um what's his name obi-wan, obi-wan together couldn't beat him oh, that guy. yoda that couldn't guy. beat him in the yeah, that guy you know that little green geezer yoda he couldn't beat him in in a force battle as well because of his compassion to save his mates and anakin had to tap into the you know, the dark side to beat him nobody could beat him and balan's a little bit like that like a classic swordsman who you just he knows he's good and even tells ahsoka that i liked that kind of like callousness my abilities have doubled since the last time I saw you <laughs> count. Yeah, twice like the pride, double the fall. Yeah. I wish I'd said that. Now, love I'm it. Glad that they didn't. I love. Yeah, I like the fight. I think that's good. What do you think about um, uh, Ahsoka? He she escapes on the howler and <laughs> the howler, and then uh, you know he looks, he thinks what to do, and then just walks in a different direction. I think. Um what I what I really enjoyed was the moment when he came out of the smoke with the lightsaber ignited. I was like, man, that is a sick shot. That is a sick, <laughs> yeah. sick, sick shot. Love that. Um, but yeah, I think he almost, be- it's almost like he believes, well, that's that then. That's destiny. And I think with Balin, there is very much this calling of, of almost like this belief in destiny, that he's destined to do this. He has this calling. And maybe now he's thinking, this is my opportunity. Thrawn's over there doing that. Ahsoka and Shin and all that, they're doing that. This is my chance. Now I'm going to go do this. So, yeah, I I think, again, it could work. We just need a little bit more uh, context on on the thought of, of what's going on you know here he doesn't care what Thrawn wants either he's, he's, no. he's not interested in what Thrawn wants so he's happy i think to go and do his own thing yeah. just whether he can get back or not it definitely seems to be to. like the location right it seems to be mm-hmm. something physical which which is what's puzzling me i think a little bit with like well, what what is you know what's here 
And I, and that, this is why at the moment I'm thinking, yeah, he must know something about Exegol, right? Which is in, you know, the unknown regions in a different galaxy, as far as I understand. Is that right? I or? think it's in it's in the same galaxy as all the other stories, but it's just way out there and it's hidden in the it's hidden it's hidden away because nobody knows how to get there right um, which is why they needed the wayfinders right okay maybe he's looking for a wayfinder yeah oh yeah maybe 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 wouldn't that be a bit cheeky that he's like oh mm-hmm. and we get the imagine if we get the eye of uh webbish bog or whatever it's called like the, <laughs> the spider on finally the spider on the baby head from the uh rise of skywalker so that got cut out of the film fact Facts. and it got made it's a real it's a real set it's a real uh thing that they made and just didn't work there were shots of richard e grant and donald gleason yeah. in on that mustafa set adam driver bro adam driver is there yeah, yeah, like, man. like imagine some one of the this generation's greatest talents talking to a spider on top of a baby head like peak peak um, i'm oh, mate we we are we need to be treated to that one day Lucasfilm. I know there are Lucasfilm people listening right now. Guys, make it. Do it. Come on. Make it happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, baby head. Well, you've got this like kind of simultaneous duel going down, right? Between Ahsoka, Balin, Shin and Ezra and Sabine and uh, the, the the Marauders. And we've, we've pretty much covered that on, on the lead up to this, right? With, with, there's some awesome moments between all of them. I really wish uh, Ezra used the lightsaber, but yeah, the, the troopers arrived to help balance things out and they look brilliant. You know, the, the, the trooper design, the Japanese trooper design looks really, really cool. Um, and yeah, they come and they just stormtroopers. Stormtroopers be stormtrooping. Yeah, that's the way it go. <laughs> that is just the that's way sorry. it go. Slightly better rain this time, but when you got best car, you're you're in a you're immortal. Um, yeah, true. Ezra, well, Ezra doesn't. He's well, he lost a bit of hair, but we'll, we'll get to that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a cool it's a cool scene. You get to see Ezra. It just felt like Ezra from Rebels, kind of like just like galumphing his way around, mm. like, running around, just grabbing people and just shooting. And um, and Sabine gets to use her wrist rock wrist rockets like a true man. Though I thought that was pretty boss. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, you know, it's just a very cool scene. The troopers. They look good. They so at least they hit their target, kind of. Um, and then she, and when Shin arrives, that's when I thought, all right, something's going to go down here. And it's that classic shot. Israel's like, oh, he's looking all happy. Close shot on him, and you just see Shin approach from behind, and she's going to try and get him. Hmm. Nicks a little bit of his hair off, and that's when they have their kind of saber slash force fight, and and Sabine comes in to help out. Um, yeah, and that's when you thought maybe he'd have the saber then. Maybe they'd have a fight. Shin and Ezra and Ahsoka would have the blasters, but no, they they just throw Ezra across the across the battlefield, and he's 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 KO for the time being until until Mama Ahsoka turns up. But um, standard, yeah, no, it's it's, it's uh, it was I, I liked it again. It was it, choreography is good. It looked decent. I loved seeing Ezra. It felt rebelsy. It's fine. I liked, I liked it. Yeah, yeah, big time. The uh, stormtroopers encircle everyone, and Shin straight up just like destroy them. And uh, yeah. Ezra's like, wait, 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 hang on. Can we just like talk, <laughs> or could we be prisoners or something? It's like, oh mate, this is classic Ezra as well. And actually, do you know what, mate? I liked it. I I bought into it. I'm like, yeah, this is this is Ezra, and I can yeah. imagine a few people taking like an issue with it, maybe. Well, 
maybe, but for me, I actually think it worked really, really well. Uh, but of course, that's not what happens because Ahsoka comes in, saves them, and she just completely outclasses Shin, right? Just completely, even more so than previously, right? Ahsoka's just on a different level now. And uh, yeah, it, it was just a really, really cool sight, kind of what unfolds. And then what I thought was really cool was Thrawn back at Thrawny HQ. He goes, <laughs> what a rare sight, almost like the Jedi of old. And he's like watching a sort of strategy map hologram of, yeah. of yeah. the battle and what's kind of going on over there. And it's, oh, mate, it's, uh, it, I, I really appreciate that. I was he's like, oh, he's I, loving it. Yeah, he's loving it. I am loving it. Thrawn's he's loving, loving it. it. Who's not? Yeah. Oh, there. Yeah. No. No. I, I really did enjoy that. You, you, this is we where, where we see the tactician Thrawn now, where we may not have seen being get or the for, for those who aren't aware Thrawn, they may not have seen why he is so feared and revered, but we do get to see the tactical side of Thrawn now over there at Thrawn's hub, and I thought I thought that was very cool. Um, and he he notices as well. Look, Balin's not with the squad. Mm. He points the finger at Lord Balin as well. He's like, you know. The, the, that that's going to come back. I think he's going to try and tie that loose end up. We're sitting here saying, "Oh, maybe Shin's going to be the one." If um, Balin ain't making it out, oh, Shin's going to do him or Ahsoka. Maybe Thrawn will. Maybe all the Night Sisters. Maybe Thrawn will just blast him from above and just be like, "Yeah, that's what you get for trying to run away, mate." <laughs> Who knows? But Thrawn ain't stupid. He's th- th- and this is what we said. Thrawn generally only loses when somebody within his ranks deviates from the plan yeah. or what he perceives to be the plan. Balin's done that now. So he's now that one of their ace in the holes is gone. Yeah. He's going to bet they're going to have to re-strategize now. Um, Shin's gone as well. You know, Shin, Shin is, she was, she, she looked lost without her master before in this moment when Ahsoka's like, come with me, I can help you. Yeah. She looks frightened. She looks scared. She looks lost. And then she also looks like someone who thinks, what, where am I going to go? My master's gone that way. You know, Thrawn and the witches are over there. I don't want anything to do with them. I feel like she contemplates I it, you know. I think she, for I think a she, moment, oh, she contemplates it. I think it. she does. I think mm. it's because of that reason. It's because she's got nowhere else to go. Where's she going to go? She, is she going to go? I mean, will she go back to Thrawn? I mean, that's most likely, but she doesn't like Morgan. She doesn't like the witches. She's frightened by them. Who wouldn't be? She doesn't align with what Thrawn wants. You know, her master's just left her. She is one of the things in the next episode who could be the wild card who will either help the good guys or will well or, or will go back to the bad guys and be the bad guy. But I quite like that she was given the choice and just thought, yeah, nope, and just hightailed mm-hmm. it out there mm-hmm. and just went. I don't want to see another redemption arc. I know a lot of people would like it because it's you know Sheen, Sheen in it. We love Sheen. We do. But I do sometimes want the bad guys just to be the bad guys. I don't think we need it. I've said this in other shows as well. I don't. We don't need the bad guys to become good every time. It just, it it dilutes the impact when it actually happens. If it always happens, I mean, you can always have a death like Darth, like Maul's, you know, or Darth Maul, Maul. Um, obviously, in Star Wars Rebels, where you know, to the end he is still trying to cause, you know, uh, well, cause havoc, right, and destruction, chaos yeah. and destruction, and he's inwards, he's he's selfish and all these dark side tendencies and you know he he doesn't really redeem himself but he's given almost like an honorable death and even at the end you do hear that i can handle yeah, yeah you just don't want it to be where she's like oh i'm now a good guy it's just, it's, there isn't enough time in the next episode i don't think to make that 
work. No, it hasn't been not. set up enough. Maybe not. We'll, we'll have to see. We will have to see, mate, boy, how... You knew it, didn't you? You knew this was coming. We'll have to see how it's executed. Come on, let me... I'm, I'm Here he goes. <laughs> What have you got there? Just water. Classic. Mm. Yeah, me too. Stay hydrated. Me I'm too, mate. I don't know very hydrated, but we are. Yeah, that's it, mate. That's it. that's it. Some awesome lines. So as, as we wrap up our recap, the episode is kind of wrapped up with some awesome lines from old Thrawny. He says, uh, uh, these are unfortunate but acceptable losses considering the goals here or something like that. I'm pretty sure he doesn't say goals, but I think my notes were, I was like, this guy's talking too fast again. <laughs> there's too much going on there's no pauses and uh morgan's like are you having a laugh like i only see losses like our enemies have regrouped and he's like okay let okay morgan shut up and let me shut yeah, up sit like and it. sit down and let me show you what i see <laughs> it's what he's like with our enemy distracted our cargo transfer is nearly complete Ahsoka Tano has lost the one thing she couldn't afford to lose today time and that's you know what we said earlier time yeah. and yeah there's some crazy stuff going on maybe that's the madness yeah maybe or the, what, what's in those crates that's being loaded onto the chimera thrown shit what's in those boxes those like casket looking things coughing what is in that and how's that going to play into it it could be nothing and that's what i like about this it could just be absolutely yeah, good yeah weapons it, on it armor. probably isn't but yeah probably it's probably something like that but he did say to the Night Sisters last week, "I'm going to need to use your dark magic again, lads." So, you know, get get, you know, get leveled up. So, then I think that's going to come into play somewhat. I don't know. Um, the oh, well, I was no, I was going to say, I wonder if that yeah. was just what we saw with them, like trying to locate Ahsoka, because I know some people Maybe. like good point. It's going to be zombie stormtroopers. <laughs> work, I was it, like, yeah. what? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> But I, I, you know, I don't know. We've had Marek and, and, and where they get to be fair, Marek might have been like the kind of get ready guys. Cause look what we're going to do. But mm. I don't know again, if, if they pull it off, fine. There is precedent for it in animation and I guess in the games as well, but let's see where they go with that. But I mean, the, the, it, the final line is, mm. I thought you would, yeah. What do you say that for? You know, the, the uh, Ezra's holding hands with his notey mates. They're all good pals. Love that. Love that. I'm getting, I'm getting a feeling. Yeah. I might be going home after all. I'm like, you are dead in the next episode. <laughs> you ain't making out of this. Do you reckon? Um, Do you reckon? If anyone is, I think uh, he said it so many times. I can't wait to go home. I want to go home. Oh, I'm definitely going home now. I'm like, oh man, if I know anything about Filoni's writing, it's, it's not always the deepest in the sense that I don't think there's, I don't think he's, to me, it looks like he's kind of trying to get us to be, on board with him or maybe even fear the worst. I'd be surprised if he pulled the rug out. If he doesn't die now, I think he will die at some point in the future mm. in this, within this kind of Peridia arc. But as soon as he said that, I thought, Oh no. And he's smiling and everyone's happy. Oh, I can't wait to go home. Yeah. He might as well have said, I can't wait to go home and feed my loft cat and, you know, see my, yeah. you know, go, go and see me old friends again. Oh, Some mate. Yorkshire puddings. Having yeah. a bit of Yorkie pud, pud. Um, I don't know, mate. I just got bad vibes from that. And I think it, it, and listen, it's not, that is nowhere near a hot take. It's the last line of the episode. You know, they're closing on that line for a reason. Maybe, maybe they're just, maybe, maybe it's not going to bite it. Maybe it is just, you know, Thrawn's going to make it to the galaxy and they're not, and they've got to find a way home. So they, they're not going home next episode and they think they're stranded. Maybe that's what it is, but 
I was like, yeah, they're they're they're, for, they're setting something up there. You can yuka yuka and whooper whooper all you want, but now you've said that, I think you're going to be in a bit of trouble, mate. Um, what but did you reckon you, uh, something bad's going to happen? I mean, I I don't I don't think so. Actually, I'm I'm not I'm yeah. not as convinced. But it would be it would be refreshing to see someone die. So. Maybe. I don't want them to, but... No, yeah. no, 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 not really. But that's... It's what you always say. Sometimes that adds a bit of steakage, doesn't it? A bit of steak. And keep them dead. Steak bake, mate. <laughs> it, I just want a Greg's mm. steak bake in my Star Wars sometimes. And hot steaming hot. Steaming hot straight from the counter. Hot Get the Greg's app out. Points for days. Bang. And... Um, yeah, and by the way, I thought the Noti... I love the Noti, the turtle people. Again, they're the super cute. I'm a massive fan. Slingshots. Massive fan. Yeah. They're like, they have these pictures. Oh, good point. Good point. That's the blaster, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Oh, I like yeah, that. Man. Missed that. What did you think, last but not least, what do you think of the reunion between Ahsoka and Ezra? That was nice. Yeah, I Ahsoka's so. big smiley face. And like, the tapping him on the cheek. Face yeah. on the hand. Fa- um, hand on the face. Hand on the face. Oh, and beautiful. What did she say? World between worlds. You know, I'll... I'll Come find me. I will do. You know, when 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 Ahsoka goes back into time yeah. or whatever, whatever that is, and and she did. She came and found him. They've all found each other. You know, I, th- I thought that was very nice. So again, people thought last week was was a bit underwhelming. I get it. But oh, um, what did you drop? Me throwing my phone about. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. No, uh, some people thought last week's was underwhelming. I liked it. This week, it was it was you know a bit happier. I guess a bit more emotion to it. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was very nice and nice way to tie up the episode leading into. Next week, mate, the Oof. season finale. Or the, yeah, it's definitely the season, maybe not the series yet. We don't know. Oof. Season finale. One prediction then, mate. Let's, I'll ask you now. One prediction. Oh. Speak responsibly. What's that one thing which, you know, what's one thing you think is, you, or, uh, I guess it's what you want to happen, what you think is going to happen, or a hot take? Oh. Put you on the spot there. Yeah, no. Um, I think Thrawn is going to go back to, you know, a galaxy far, far away, back to the original G-F-F-A. OG, yep. Um, and I think, I wouldn't be surprised if Ahsoka and the gang are like stuck in Peridia mm-hmm. or stuck in this part of the galaxy. And this is a bit left field. I thought at one point I was convinced this episode, I've not said this yet, but I was convinced just from the start mm. of the episode, the mention of Mandalore, I was convinced we were going to see a few more characters we recognize. I was like, Oh yeah, this is going to happen, and I was like, "How are they going to weave it in?" I wouldn't That's be surprised it. if, if maybe right at the end, Ahsoka and that, that them lot are stuck in a galaxy, you know, in Peridia, Thrawn's back, and they're like, "Look, we need to get Ahsoka back. Who can we call?" Ghostbusters, Mando Busters, yes, Leku, Leku Busters, the Montreal Mandem, yeah. I thought that and I thought, well, they can't go to the new galaxy because they don't know how to get there without the only people who know how to get there are Thorne. He ain't going to tell them. Mm. And Ahsoka, and she's stuck there. But um, I, I too also thought, are we going to get someone next week? I don't think we'll get anything like Luke Skywalker, but you, you kind of, you man, I think we're going to get Zeb. I think Zeb's showing up. Um, Harry is going to say to Zeb, stop training those recruits. I need you. Um, do you think it's going to get wild? That- do you think this is going to be a wild? Do you think we're going to look back and go, oh, that finale, that's some crazy <laughs> stuff going down? Again, I don't want to labour that point and kind of set myself up for either an expectation yeah, disappointment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But every time we get to a season finale, we had it with Mando season three. Uh, I guess we had it with Obi-Wan, but that kind of paid off. 
Boba Fett was the same. We kind of, we, me, I, but lots of people really raised the expectations like season finale. They are going to go, you know, they're going to throw everything at the wall here. It's mm. going to be incredible action for days and emotion and drama. It doesn't always work out like that. I mean, look at Mando uh, season three. There was, you know, the great Mandalore um, skirmish on there, but you know, by the way, it ended and we kind of, it, yeah, I liked the season three finale. It didn't feel quite as big as it could have been. I don't want to set myself up here. I think in my head, Yes, I think Thrawny Boy is just going to lay waste. He's going to he's going to he's going to rain fire down on the New Republic, but he can only do that to a certain extent because sequels. So I I do think there is going to be some. I do think there's going to be some great action. There's going to be some great big moments in it. I don't want to set myself up and think it's going to be a ten out of ten. I want it to be, and it's and and it is ready to be a ten out of ten episode. I don't want to say it is though. I think it's going to be. I don't know. I I can't. Other than Thrawn getting back, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, is anyone going to is anyone going to not make it out? I don't know if if it would be it'd be Shin or Balin. I think I don't think they are going to kill off one of the main characters, despite what Ezra said. You know, I'm, I can't wait to go home again. It's just a bit foreboding. I don't know what the big what the big reveal could be though, mate. Like, not big reveal, sorry, but the the thing I want to happen is I want them to show us why Ezra and Thrawn were worth this whole thing. Yeah. What of what what is it about them? And if they don't, then I do think that is a bit of a letdown. Again, they cannot just cater to fans of Star Wars. They have to cater to everybody on this. And there will be people at the and we know there are because we've seen it online, some takes which aren't too bad. And just reports, you know, I haven't seen Rebels. I'm a little bit lost. I don't quite get what's going on. Mm we need to bring those people into the fold and say, this is what you're missing. So I think, I think we'll get a, I think we'll get a character show up. I think we'll get Zeb and maybe someone like Amando or someone like that, or at least gets called on the Tannoy just to tie it all in, mate. Yeah. This is, but we're, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves, mate. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We'll talk about episode eight next week, but for now though, let's rein it back in and start talking about what we'd give this one out of 10. What are we going to rate this one? Last week, I went seven and a half. You went seven, yeah. I believe. Yeah. This one, uh, we've been pretty positive on it with the nitpicks here and there. We're the nitpick gang. Lead off, mate. What, what would you give this one then out of 10? Straight up, seven out of 10. Again, like last Straight week. Up, yep. Yep. Seven out of 10 again. I think, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm left feeling more or less the same as last week in, in, a, in a lot of ways. And uh, yeah, a lot to love. Love me some Thrawny, but uh, emotionally it feels like I'm just w- I'm waiting for something to happen, and I think maybe that's on purpose for the finale in mind of next week, right? So seven out of ten, seven sorry, seven Ponder Babbers at ten Ponder Babbers. Sorry, I, I nearly forgot myself. Then, uh, Matty boy, what, what what are you saying? What are you rating this week's episode? I don't know because you've just summed up for me as well. Yeah, I really had fun with this, but I just felt there was something missing like a, like an emotional spark or connection which we don't always need but just i think i think it, you know it, it's a, they're, they're setting the table for next week mm-hmm. and i'm happy with that i dig it i love when episode shows do that and or did it every week almost so i'm going to i'm going to stick with what i had last week i don't think this is any worse than last week's episode so i'm going to give it seven and a half out of 10 i think it's, I think it's a good episode i think it's very solid very good episode mm. hoping next week though mate I'm hoping they bring it home. I'm hoping Dave and Rick Famuyiwa, who's directing it, Ooh. can bring this home. Hopefully. Yep. Come on, Rick. Don't let us down, mate. Land this, Come baby. On, Land this. Come on, Dave. Dave Filoni, Rick. Oh, mate. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Cannot wait. Bring it on. 
Fantastic. One more episode, mate. That's crazy. That's it. One way out, mate. Well, that is going to wrap up this recap, the penultimate Ahsoka recap, part seven. We're going to be back again next week, but we would love to hear your thoughts on this episode. Uh, do you agree with us? Do you disagree with us? Are we being new, too nitpicky? Are we not being nitpicky enough? We'd love to hear it. Just keep it civil. That's all we ask. Matey Booze, where can the world find us online? They can find us at StarWarsSessions.co.uk. You can search for us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, threads. Just you know, search Star Wars Sessions and you'll find us. Drop us a voice note or a message to our email, which is hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. And please don't forget about our Patreon, guys. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Loads of bonus content on there. In fact, we're doing a watch along tonight, tonight with our patrons. So that's just one of the many things that you get from being a patron and supporting the show so uh, please commit to that if you can if it's within your means it would mean the world yes sir and if you just want to support the show for free which we appreciate just as much you can do so by listening like you are now and by leaving us a five star rating and review on your podcast provider of choice if you scroll on up right now you can leave five stars you'll do it before we've even finished speaking we would really appreciate it it gets uh, the show up those listening lists it helps the show grow gets new listeners in and it's another way to hear from all of you each and every week and um, please tell all your Star Wars friends about us Ooh. did that wrong my bad friends about us tell your mum <laughs> tell your dad tell your mates tell your cats tell your nearest noty tell your Ewok tell your cousin the more the merrier <gasps> the castle spicy Yes, tell Shin Hattie that this is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time from me, see ya, and from Luke. This is the way. No, I'm joking. May the force be with you always. <laughs>